So I really want to tell you that um, you should strive to pay off your home um, and pay off your debts. But as you're doing that, strive to build stronger relationships with uh, people around you. And I know that this is kind of a really tricky thing for you to do. You know, there's a tension that we feel. Um, and, and I'm a, a very strong believer in the fact that you should live a simple life where um, you pay off your your home um, and you just live with within your means and, and do that. And in fact, that's what we did. Um, I, I remember telling somebody, I think I was 32 years old, and I said I, um, we were going to pay off our home by the time we were 40. And um, people looked at me, that person looked at me like I was nuts. Um, but... My parents never had a mortgage. They had a, a very small mortgage, but they lived in a garage um, for a couple of years to save up for their home, and they paid everything um, off. And so I wanted to live a life like that. And, um, you know, there's there's sort of a popular right-wing um, radio host, uh, Dave Ramsey, is, is on, on the radio. And, uh, you know, I was realized that, well, crap, that was my life, what he was sort of telling. And we actually did okay. We had, um, you know, my kid, or my, uh, there, was, there were six of us in the family, six kids, uh, mom and dad, and it was just my dad working. Um, so to be able to do that is, is pretty wonderful. And, and, you know, he didn't have a spectacular job or anything like that. It was just kind of a regular, very blue-collar uh, pulp and paper mill operator. Um, so, you know, what What I wanted to do is actually pay this home off. And um, when I told this person, they, they looked at me like I was nuts. Um, and yet we did. We, we by the time I was 40, um, we, it was, I think I was 40 and, um, well, shoot, I, don't, I think it was four, I think it was before my 40th birthday that we were actually able to do that. And it looked really nuts at the time. Like when I said that, it, we did have a lot. The mortgage was really big. Um, and, you know, we're fortunate enough, both my wife and I work. We're fortunate enough to live in a town where, you know, housing prices are not that big. But all of those things are a decision. Um People forget that. This is an, what's called an endogenous choice that um, we were deciding, we were making decisions based on um, being able to do all those kind of things, right? So um, my wife and I worked because we chose to do that as, as a family. Um, we, we moved to, an, an, you know, partly there's a lot of luck involved. But partly the reason where we're living right now is because we were choosing to live more modestly. And, um, you know, we didn't didn't look at, at some places or we turned, you know, we're, we're sort of not looking in certain areas because it was so expensive um, to live in those particular things. Now, in the academic market, it's tricky because you don't really have a lot of opportunity in terms of picking and choosing. But... That was definitely part of it. 
so a lot of the decisions that we made since we were married, and in fact, it was before we were married and we were married when we were 25. Um, so probably by, by the time we were 23, we were kind of on the same page in a lot of things. We actually have been remarkably on the same page with uh, finances. And what we've done as a family unit um, is work together um, and trade off different things. And that's been actually really a positive thing, but it's, it's hard to do. Um, and, and a lot of people have a hard time doing that. So I don't know. I, um, if you don't know me, I'm Professor Dave Massack. I'm Associate Professor of Innovation Strategy and Entrepreneurship. And I created this whole reciprocity project to give back as much as I possibly can. There's so many people that help me out that I want to pay the favor for to help you out. Um, so the challenge with it is, you know, these things are at opposing ends and they do contradict with each other, right? So the more time that you spend with family uh, means more time that you're not working. And the more time that you are, and whatever that family is, you know, what, whatever, however you define it for you, and the more time that you spend working means the, the less time that you're actually doing, you know, hanging out and having enjoyment. But the trick is, is to not balance those things because there's a lot of moments where it's like out of kilter. But realizing the trick is, it's using that out of kilter as the trigger of like, oh, um, something's not right here. We need to adjust things. And go back to where you need to adjust things. And, you know, it will happen where you will be working too much. And all of a sudden, something falls apart in your life. You know, whether it is you start getting physical ailments, um, you know, something just doesn't, is, is not jiving your relationship. So for, for me, it was with my wife, it could be with somebody else, just doesn't work that well. Um, you know, you start maybe not liking as much being around each other or, you know, it's just like, I know we, we definitely get an argument and sort of have these spats or whatnot that last a few hours, but you do have like more of those when you're working too much and you have to sit down and actually have a conversation and you, you talk to um, your, your significant other or, you know, your family members and then you try to resolve that. And it's just like real tension where you're battling those two things and dedicating time and effort to both of those things. And it's a, it's a real tricky thing, but you can do it um, as long as you're being conscious, conscious, conscious about it, where you're balancing those two things and you're knowing that you're doing it. I think where it goes out of kilter is when you're like, I'm going to prioritize one over the other. Um, and you really have to sort of stress those particular things where you're working together towards this thing. So it's, um, you have to be able to get everybody in the, in the relationship, you know, excited about doing these things. And it's not always, it's, it's hard to get, both people excited. So my um, wife is definitely more of a free spirit in the sense of, you know, that's what Dave Ramsey talks about. Um, 
is definitely a lot more of sort of the free spirit with things. However, I've been fortunate enough is that she's also really uncertain um, when she makes decisions that she'll just keep delaying things and so we can have a longer conversation, which is actually a really you know, positive trait, um, you know, that it'll just keep going. But in some ways, in other areas, I'm more of a free spirit with things like, you know, going on vacations and things like that. I will just be like, well, let's just do it. Um, so, you know, we really work together in terms of pulling these, these joint objectives together. And you have to realize that's really what it's about um, is it's not about, you know, optimizing one thing. Um, because if you optimize one thing, the, um, you know, what you're doing is going to fall apart. It really, truly is. Um, it's the same as when you're running. It's very much an organization, right? Like a family is an organization. It's a two-person organization. And you have income coming in. And you can imagine, you imagine like you're running a Fortune 500 company. And you've got to balance culture with also making some revenue, some, some stuff coming in. And each of those are, you know, at ends. And you have to realize that if you don't work on culture, the revenue is not going to happen. Like you're going to have some sort of life experience, um, you know, where it's to the extreme, uh, you know, you might have a divorce or something like that, where that is very costly and it, it takes a lot of effort and it's not easy. Um, and things just don't, you know, it's, it's, it, it really does set you back, um, you know, financially in your life, um, it, it might be sort of a, a step forward, but, you know, it sets you back sort of financially with a lot of these things. So it's a big ch choice. And you have to sort of know that as you're doing these things, you definitely work on that culture where you do have, um, you know, we, we had vacations and we did things, but they're probably not as big and as grand as what some other people did for a long time. Um, you know, we did spend, go to, to, um, you know, we, we did the weddings, going to weddings and things like that. Like all of those things are really important and you have to balance those things and work together towards balancing those things. So what I want to talk about is, you know, if you want to achieve something that's important in your life, um, the first thing is it's going to seem like it's totally impossible. Um, but if you keep working at it, things actually start clicking together and you have to work on it in, in a much different way than what you're probably thinking about that. You just focus all you want on, you know, at, at, at the objective of, you know, making as much money and all that kind of stuff as much as you can. But instead you want to balance the things that you're doing so you can actually in the long run achieve a bigger goal and it's going to be sustainable to actually get there. Um, I know that if I were to focus completely on work all the time, we wouldn't be together. Um, my wife is a wonderful person, um, but she's not going to put up with that. And, and that's a good thing. And I wouldn't put up with that either. And we have long conversations about this. So that's what I want you to think about is how do you balance um, these dueling objectives such that you can have a long, you can achieve a long-term objective in your life. So that. Um, have a good one and we'll talk to you on the next episode.